It ain't the left side or the right side. And it must be the fence side. Thank you, Solo D. Welcome to another episode of On the Fin Side here with Kat and Paul. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Check out our merch store, onthefinside.threadless.com. Also, check out our segment, too, with Brad Icorn. He breaks down the Bills roster with Paul and I. So here we are now. Dolphins are 5-6, and six, clearly in a season that is starting to tailspin out of control. They've lost six of their last eight games. but. Paul, this really, when you look at the schedule, should be a game that you just point at and we have for months and said the Dolphins need to have this one. They do, and I'm going to give two bits of good news and one bit of bad news here. Two bits of good news. Brock Osweiler is not the quarterback again this week. Ryan Tannehill is still at the helm, so that's a bit of good news. Good news number two, it's the Bills, and overall this season, other than one or two just outright ridiculous games, um, the Bills have been one of the most woeful teams in football this side of the Raiders. Now, the bad news is Adam Gase is still calling his own plays. So his promise to sit down on Wednesday and go through everything that they did mistake-wise probably doesn't hold true for yet another week. Yeah, and offensively, the Dolphins not only need to take it up another notch and call better plays, but they're facing a very good and a very underrated defense in the Buffalo Bills, who over the last couple of weeks have been on fire. I mean, they held Jacksonville to 21 points, held the Jets to 10. On the season to opposing starting running backs, they're averaging three point, they're allowing 3.9 yards a carry. And over the last, really since week two of the season, They've held every quarterback to a quarterback rating of under 84, which is a pretty impressive feat there on the season. Offensively, Paul, Ryan Tannehill had a quarterback rating of 119.4 last week. A lot of that obviously not coming in the fourth quarter, but definite improvement at that quarterback spot. How do you see him and where do you you think he should dispense the ball this week? Well, it's it's with Isaiah Ford being promoted, I hope he's on the active roster. Uh, Danny Amendola sounds like he's going to be a game-time decision. Uh, we know he was last week and got out there for a play or two and then basically watched the game just like the rest of us. Really, it, it's he's got receivers still to throw to. I mean, he's got Devontae Parker. He's got a good rapport with Kenny Stills. I don't know if I trust Mike Gesicki at this point. I hopeful, I'm hopeful that Nick O'Leary gets some catches in this one. Uh, but – Really, it's, it's going to boil down to if the game is in any way close. I believe in analytics, but Adam Gase uses analytics to hide some really sissy play calling at the end of games where he's, he's afraid to lose games. And that's, that terrifies me because the good teams are the teams that play to win. And when push comes to shove and the game's on the line – he plays to not lose using analytics when you look at some of the things that have come out and that scares me. And that's where he needs to just uncork it and win or lose. I can accept that fact. If, if the team mans up and goes for the win, as opposed to playing not to lose and maybe we win, maybe we lose either way. We've still got a bad taste in our mouth after the game. And I don't mean to go down a rabbit hole about last week, but yeah, you're right. And to go a step further, I'm not even all that mad with, as other Dolphins fans are about what happened in the fourth quarter. If you put the ball in the quarterback's hands 
that's one thing. I, I didn't completely agree with the play calling either, but my bigger frustration, when it is third and 10 at midfield, throw the ball. Yeah. I, I don't care what anything else is there because if not, you do what you did last week against the Colts and you punt the ball from Indy's 40-yard line, two consecutive possessions, and then at the end of the game, those are two possessions that you'd like to have back. So, yeah, play calling is a big thing in this game as it is every week. I actually think it may work out to the Dolphins' benefit that they don't have Albert Wilson, and Jakeem Grant was just officially put on IR, and uh, Danny Amendola probably won't play, but could be a game-time decision. We'll see. I think it's going to make them have more tight ends on the field, and that's where you can get Nick O'Leary and Durham Smythe out there and maybe play some six, six and seven offensive lineman types of looks, run the ball a little bit more effectively, and get some balance. So that's what I'm hoping the Dolphins can do here against Buffalo on offense. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I mean, it, it's I would like to see we saw in the preseason a little bit. Uh, we saw last preseason a little bit. Isaiah Ford can go over the top. Kenny Stills can go over the top. You know, Devontae Parker, if he took his happy pills this week, can go over the top. So they do have the personnel, and they do have Tannehill back at quarterback. So they are able to do some things to to take the top off the defense and open up the running game. Whether they do that or not, that's going to be one of the biggest keys in this game. One positive note on offense last week is the Dolphins scored on the first possession which was the first time that happened since October 22, 2017 against the Jets. If they can do that again, it's very, very important because they're going to be at home. And if you get a lead on this Bills team, I think you can kind of lean on them the rest of the way with this defense. I do expect the defense to come out and play a good game, kind of like they did against an inferior opponent with the Jets a couple of weeks ago when they won 13-6. to So looking at the defensive side of the ball, the Bills offensive line is in really rough shape this year. They did lose Cordy Glenn, Richie Incognito, Eric Wood in the offseason. I mean, at the tackle spots, Deion Dawkins is a very good player at left tackle, but at right tackle, Cameron Wake has notoriously abused Jordan Mills. And on the interior of that line, you're going to have players like Russell Bodine, Ryan Groy, Vlad Dukas, players who are frankly, journeyman at best. So I see the Dolphins being able to to pressure the quarterback and possibly either forcing Josh Allen into mistakes or forcing him to tuck down the ball and run it a little bit more. Completely. They've got a lot of Sam Youngs along that offensive line you know, to, to take it a step further. And that's something that we should be able to see Miami create a little bit of pressure up the middle. And the onus is really going to be on the right defensive end to get around whoever that is, whether it's Branch, whether it's Quinn, whether it's Charles Harris, to get past. Uh, and if they can do that, the rest of the D-line is going to be chasing them all day. So Josh Allen will make some rookie mistakes, and that could be huge. I expect to see Xavier Howard play some games with him. I expect to see Rashad Jones play some games with him. And actually one of the guys, since you brought up the Jets game that I've been thinking about as well, that could have a huge game in this one, could be Jerome Baker. Uh, given the fact that he has shown the ability to cover tight ends, given his speed, he could have a fun day, especially if they blitz him a little bit too. And and Josh Allen doesn't know where he is. I love the development of this guy on our defense. I do too. He covers a lot of ground. And I think right now you have to say the arrow is really pointing up for Jerome Baker. 
And even though Raekwon forced a fumble last week, probably pointing down a little bit for Rake, Josh Allen, interesting quarterback uh, with an interesting stat line last week. So he starts off the game in the first 11 minutes, four for five for 125 yards and a touchdown. Bills are up 14 to nothing. The rest of the game, he goes four for, I believe it was 17, four for 17 the rest of the way, or it might have been four for 14, one of those, for 35 yards. He also ran the ball 13 times for 99 yards. And I think if you if you pressure Allen and you take away that, that running ability, then he's going to have a lot of trouble because even as, as bad as the Dolphins' defense has been this year, one thing they have taken away from opposing quarterbacks is their ability to run. Yeah, and, and I know we've talked about that last week. We talked about it before the Green Bay game. Um, we talked about it after the Tennessee game with what, they did schematically and and while I won't pat Matt Burke on the back for much this year, he has schemed the wide nine well to deal with a mobile quarterbacks. So that could be a benefit for Miami in this game, but really I think it comes down to the fact that, you know, this is a rookie quarterback who doesn't have a full season under his belt right now um, to this point with the injuries that he's had. So he's still in one of his first few NFL games. And I think Miami's got the personnel to take advantage of that, especially in the secondary, and given the fact that he doesn't have an offensive line. I will be pulling my hair out on Sunday night if we do the show if the Dolphins can't hold this offense to 20 points or less because they do not have the weapons to match up with any of the Dolphins' back seven. And I think that they're going to cause major problems. I mean, I mean, Shady McCoy last year against the Dolphins, 31 carries for 60 yards in two games, under two yards a carry. And this year, Shady's starting to look a little more broken down, 3.3 yards a carry on the season. So the the Bills have a few players like Robert Foster and Isaiah McKenzie who can, who are really one-dimensional kind of deep threats and have, have put up some points and some yards over the last couple of weeks for Buffalo. But that shouldn't be anything the Dolphins should struggle with. The only way that you can have problems against this Dolphins defense is if some of these smaller, faster guys get deep on a busted coverage. So, you know, I, I think the Dol- the matchups are certainly in the Dolphins' favor. So, Paul, anything else that you think the Dolphins need to do to win this game? No, I think, you know, they show up. That's a good start with this Bills team. But the biggest thing is they can't look past them. I don't think they do here. I think Miami's eaten enough crow lately that they're not going to be looking past this Bills team. They're going to be very focused on this game. And I think that's going to be very much to Miami's benefit. And I think Miami pulled it out 27 to 13. Yeah, I was thinking 20 to nine. I think it's going to be another big day for the Dolphins defense. They're going to, they're going to force Josh Allen into a couple of interceptions. And it's kind of that's one thing that's fun to see on the Dolphins defense this year. They have 17 interceptions this year and a lot of speed and a lot of youth in the back seven. Get a new defensive coordinator after the year and rethink this defense. And I think the Dolphins are going to be in good shape moving forward. That will do it for our breakdown of the Miami Dolphins Buffalo Bills matchup here this Sunday. The Dolphins are favored by five points, looking to get to 500 on the season. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and on Spotify. And if it's not on the right side and it's not on the left side, it is on the fin side. Solo D, take us home. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fin side. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fin side. Listen, Dolphins fans across the 
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.